look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It started out as a bit of a nervous day in our markets today. Uh, markets were mixed going into trading. Ahead of Jay Powell's speech to wrap up the two-day FOMC meeting, and this was their first quarterly meeting for 2021, so the first time they've had this since December of last year, and it was a pretty rare move for Jay Powell today. As he started talking, the market stayed mixed. As he started to answer questions, though, the market actually began to move higher, and there was a time, I mean, about probably about a year ago um, before this pattern changed, but about 90% of the time that Jay Powell began answering questions, the market would go lower. I mean, it was consistent. You could bet on it. Um, So this is a big pattern change. We've seen it a few times since last year where he began speaking and the market could move higher. Nothing that consistent. But so solid answer, (laughs) question and answer session from Jay Powell today. Hopefully he can keep that ball rolling. But really there's nothing that came out today that was shocking to anybody or or new. The Fed made no real changes to their interest rate outlook. Uh, A few members are seeing the the probabilities rising for a a rate hike for 2022, but the majority still don't see a hike until uh, the end of 2023. And in the question section, Jay Powell said, the, the question was, are you ready to start talking about talking about raising rates? And Jay Powell said, no, we're not ready to begin thinking about thinking about raising rates, as he said in the past. So no concerns there from the market. Uh, there's been a lot of trepidation about the rising rates that we've seen. And the 10-year has, has taken down tech, made it, made it one of our uh, more underperforming indexes as far as the NASDAQ goes over the last month or so since that that the rising tenure really began. But no real concerns from the Fed, at least, about those rising rates. And that gave some confidence to the market today. They also lowered their expectations for unemployment by year end. That helped the market out as well. And then maybe one of the bigger ones here, the Fed is now recognizing exactly how strong the U.S. economy is. They raised their full year 2021 GDP growth expectations from 4.2% to 6.5%. That's a big increase. I mean, we were talking about a 2.3% increase in GDP. That's a phenomenal number. Now, we still think that they're on the low side there. Our estimate for 2021 is 8% GDP growth, and it's possible we'll be on the low side of that. We'd love to see that as well. And the one other area that they touch on every time, of course, is inflation. Uh, Jay Powell said they're still working on this. It's growing to near 2% inflation like they would like to see. Uh, Still not a whole lot of answers as to why that number is the number that they have to go for. Uh, But it's tough to even have to make this obvious of a point. Most people have figured this out by now that the Fed's inflation data is horrendously skewed. 
And like I said, most people have caught on to this by now. If you've bought food, gas, clothing, or made a rent payment, or paid for education for your kids, you know that inflation is is much higher than the 2% rate. Now, you get a lot of Fed watchers who say, well, yeah, but look at the price of electronics has come down, software has come down. But we're not, we're talking about the things here that are essential to live off of. Like again, food, gas, clothing, rent. Uh, it's amazing. Since I first began living in Austin, Texas here, the rents, you know, we're high still. A lot of people want to live in Austin, Texas. Now, they're, it's pushing people out of the city. I've seen a number of my friends who've had to move out of Austin, and it's heartbreaking to hear. I mean, people who've you know spent years in this city really began to love the city and then felt like the city was basically kicking them out. Uh, so uh, it, it is, it's tough to even talk about. But we all know that their inflation data is, is horribly off. Um, and much higher than it is. But as far as the market's concerned, hearing the Fed say that it's still growing to their 2% number helped the market head a little bit higher today. And the markets did rally on the news. Uh, We finished with all of our major indexes positive across the board today. Again, as Jay Powell started speaking, we saw the NASDAQ turn positive. Uh, So some strong signs from the reaction from the market today. The Russell 2000 was our leader on the day, up just over seven-tenths of 1% to 2,336, just right below a new all-time high. We were followed there by the Dow, which did hit a new all-time high today, up just about six-tenths of 1%, 0.58%, to 33,015. Followed there by the NASDAQ up four-tenths of 1% to 13,525. It is our one major index that is still below its all-time highs right now. And then lastly here, the S&P 500 hitting a new all-time high up 0.29% to 3,974. And an interesting note here on the S&P 500, a very bullish note for our market. Uh, This is from Bespoke Research. We've now had a solid start to the year, up over 5% in gains for the S&P, maybe a little over that now. But in the 16 years where we've seen the S&P 500 been up 5% to 10% through March 15th, so two days ago, the index, the S&P, has then seen rest of year gains 15 out of those 16 times, and on average, The gain for the year is 14.8%. Those are strong numbers, strong statistics for the S&P 500. You can see the probabilities there in your favor. So another bullish sign for this market here. Looking at our internals on the day, similar story to our markets. We started out the day, our internals at least advanced decline in volume, both negative. And then as the day went on, our markets turned positive and the internals flipped as well after the FOMC meeting. And we finished positive across the board here today. Advances beating out declines on both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. New 52-week highs to lows. Positive as well here. Not quite the day that we've seen where we've had those 7, 800, 900 even uh, 52-week highs. 
but still a strong day today, coming in over four and a half to one positive, 389 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 84 hitting new 52-week lows. And lastly, volume coming in uh, just over two to one positive for the NYSE and over two to one positive as well for the NASDAQ. So strong numbers there from the internals, exactly what you want to see in a market that looks like it wants to head higher. Looking at our sectors on the day, we finish with six out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. We were led by consumer discretionary, followed by industrials right at its all-time high, followed by energy, materials, and financials. Our laggards on the day were utilities, healthcare, uh, real estate, which was interesting as we did see the housing index, HGX, hit a new all-time high today. It's another uh, big bullish signal there. Also on that note, transports right at their all-time highs again today. Uh, we've seen this for a few weeks now, so nothing new that we're reporting on there. Uh, but that is a very bullish sign, that Dow theory buy signal where you're seeing either the Dow Jones or the transports hitting new all-time highs. You're going to see both of them follow. And then tech was lower on the day today, despite the NASDAQ finishing higher. Uh, so not what you want to see. We want to see tech leading the market, but semis did lead today. The semiconductor uh, ETF SMH up almost 1% on the day today. So a strong day there from the semis. Lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now higher on the day, up 0.73% to 1743 an ounce. Silver up a nice 1.58% to $26.41 an ounce. Copper was our commodity leader on the day today. We've been very bullish on this group for some time now. And our favorite name, not just in copper, but in the mining industry in general, TRQ, hitting a new 52-week high today. Some great numbers, hitting $18 a share today. Uh, we took some profits there in our parabolic options and VRA uh, programs here. So if you want to learn a little bit more about TRQ, phenomenal company, uh, come check it out at VRAinsider.com. We have a 14-day free trial going on right now. Um, but copper overall up 1.84% on the day to $4.14 a pound. And oil slightly lower on the day, down 0.37% to $64.56 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin now up over 4% on the day today to 57992 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.